What's going on, guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you like this show and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do, go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a D&D podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed, and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. We have Pokemon Go. We have Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have DC On Screen. We have Booze and Phasers, a show done by our lovely ladies that drink wine and talk about Star Trek. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, Many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And uh, as always, like the Blazing Defender Reports. And now, for your listening pleasure, The Blazing Defender Report, with your host, Travis Jones. Welcome, everyone, to another, (laughs) it's hard to believe there's another one of these bitches that's coming, The Blazing Defender Report. I'm your host, Travis Jones, a.k.a. the comic fucking Colossus. I used to be the big bearded bastard, but I can't be that anymore. I'm on the fire department. We have to be clean shaven. Sucks. Give me another year and it'll be fucking epic. My beard will be fucking Viking again, I promise. Uh, But guys, welcome to the show. This is Wednesday, I believe. Okay, so it's Wednesday. And I've had some feedback from people in the Collector's Own Cantina. Uh, Plug, shameless plug. Um, and they have asked that I pick a day of the week, preferably like a Monday to start recording. So, because I love those guys at the collector zone so much, that's what I'm going to start doing as of this Monday. Am I off this Monday? Yes, I am. I'm off this Monday. I will have a show this Monday about the books that I bought today. We're going to go over those later. Uh, and it'll be in the evening. So people getting off work uh, after you spend some some time with your family and you're sick of that shit and you want to nerd out for a little bit, come watch my show. It'll be either Monday or Tuesday. If I work on Monday, it'll be on Tuesday. If I work on Sunday, it'll be on Monday. You get the fucking drift. That's how we're going to do it from now on. So you gave me feedback. I respond. I didn't say fuck you. I could have and been like, man, motherfucker, this is my show. I do what the fuck I want. And I will always do that. But Collector's Own guys have been great to me. The, their listeners have been great to me. Their, their supporters have been great to me. So that is what we do. That's what the world should be like, helping fucking people out. And I'm going to continue on that vein with this. I, wanted, I want to say that uh, we did have a giveaway. We have a collect, Collector's Own giveaway, the, the giant size team-up giveaway. And we have not one... But dos winners, winnows, and I'm very, very happy to announce that one of the winners is a big time supporter of my show. I was very happy to see his name generated. I use Gleam software, so I don't pick these. I don't pick these names at all. But our first winner is Karen Chan. Congratulations, Karen! You will get to pick. Of the Punisher Nemesis. And I had one around here. Where the hell did he go? The Punisher Nemesis Pop or the Funko Rock Candy. I love saying that. And I said it right that time. So everybody kiss my ass. The Rock Candy Lady Thor. Which is very, very, very cool. So, the second winner will get one of, one of those gifts. The one that Karen chooses. They will get the other one. Is my boy, Jimmy Baladares. I think I said that right. Jimmy, congratulations. You've been a watcher of the show since I was doing the fucking Nerdgasm Hour. Very happy that you won. And let me just say, Karen Chan, you kicked some ass in this giveaway. You, I mean, out of all the entries we had, she had like half. And I give you a lot of different ways to get an entry in. And she utilizes all of them. So, very well done, uh, Jimmy. Very well done. Congratulations, you guys. I will be getting these uh, names to uh, Collector's Own, and they will be shipping your prize out, getting with you, find out what you want, shipping it out to you. 
Um, and the last, our last winner actually posted something on Instagram, which was very, very cool. And I would ask you guys to do that as well. When you get your, when you get your item, tag Blazing Defender and Collector Zone. Let everybody know, hey man, we ain't bullshitting. We give shit out for free here. So, uh, and with that no- news, I know you're like, motherfuckers, this is this Collector Zone commercial or what? Yes, it is. Goddamn it. So just bear with me because. Just for listening to this podcast, we're going to save you some money at the CollectorZone.com website. Go to this website. And I'm going to tell you right now, I pulled it up. It is a pretty freaking cool website. It's got a little banner that comes up. It's got their exclusives for pre-order. And you move it over a little bit. Oh, shit. Boom. Blazing Defender hits you right in the face. Gave me some very prime real estate on their website. Very, very much appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much. But for listening to the Blazing Defender Report, you contact me. You show me. You subscribe to my show on iTunes. You can screenshot it, whatever. Leave me a review. I'm going to give you a code that is going to get you some money off your collector's own purchase. Okay, and let me just say, they are a Funko Pop retailer, but they do other shit too. They've got, uh, one of their newest acquisitions is NECA. Now, if you know anything about NECA, NECA is a very old school collector, uh, manufacturer. And they do some awesome, awesome action figures. Very, very detailed I mean, I dare say sideshow worthy. They're pretty, pretty awesome. You got to check them out. You can get those on Collector Zone now too. Guys, they're a growing company. They're going to grow. You need to get on the fucking train now. Get in on some of these savings just for watching the fucking show. So I want to thank Collector Zone. And uh, guys, let's do this shit, right? Okay. Um yeah, and also if you're if you're on Facebook, which I know a lot of you are, fuck, you're on Facebook Live right now. Um, go to the Collector's Own Cantina. It's a it's a closed group for only collectors, and they, a lot of people post some pretty cool shit on there. Um, and you can actually talk to the owners of Collector's Own right there. They're always posting. I know Marcos is in the group now. He's always posting pictures and stuff. You can contact these people. They, it is their company. You can contact them and they're going to deal directly with you. Where can you get that at? You can't get, even get that at fucking Sideshow. Sideshow, you got to give a left nut and your firstborn to even get a collectible because that's how fucking expensive they are. But when I call or when I text somebody, it's still two, three days before I get a fucking answer. So, Collector's Own, please, no matter how big you get, Keep that customer service. That is fantastic. And that was one of the first things I loved about you when I did my first dealings with you back on eBay. So I really appreciate the love on the website. It looks fantastic. Guys, go check out CollectorZone.com. Just go check it out. Fuck. You ain't doing shit after the show, of course. Don't do it right now. Go check it out. You're going to love it. Okay. Now, um, all right, we got the winners. Now, some shit that I'm going to give you. Okay, I'm going to give you. Check this shit out, y'all. Check this shit out. Boom! You want one of them, don't you? Don't lie. You want one of them. Oh, and by the way, that's what the uh, the Collector's Own banner looks like for me up there. It looks pretty cool, right? You want one of these. I'm going to give you one. I am me on Facebook, on the Blazing Defender Report page, on the Meatheads on Movies page, whatever you want. You message me. Send me your address, and I'm going to send you some of these. And what I would like for you to do is, when you go to your local comic shop, I don't give a shit. If you're in a movie theater and you want to drop it on the concession stand, I don't care. You do what you want to with it. Uh, You can put it up in your mirror so it's the first thing you fucking see in the morning when you're brushing your teeth and shit. And you go, God damn, Blazing Defender's watching over me. Because I am. I'm watching every fucking thing you do. I can see all y'all right now. Dude. Put that thing back in your fucking pants. Put it back in your pants. Well, I don't care. No, you keep it out. Keep your thing out, man. You're in your own home. You're checking me out. You fucking do whatever you want. Uh, I'm cool with that, man. Life's too short. You want to masturbate while you watch Blazing Defender? I'm all good with that. Um, all right. Enough of the crazy shit. Drop me your, send me your address. I'll send you some Blazing Defender report business cards. Preferably, I'd like for you to just drop in the comic book shop and go, Pfft. 
and and dis- dispense them. Ask the comic book uh, worker or the the owner or whatever. The guy working the shop, ask him first before you do it. Don't be an asshole. Don't, don't, you know, you represent me now, right? So we're not being assholes. We try not to be. I mean, kind of, Jason, I know you can't fucking help it, but the rest of us can usually turn it off. All right. Uh, okay, so that's very cool. Speaking of Jason Jones, I have to give a huge shout out to Jason and Heather. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you this in a minute. That thing's fucking heavy. I've received this in the mail the other day. Very cool wall tin of my boy, Captain Motherfucking America, the greatest country in the world, America. Uh, I love this. It's very, very cool. I am working on a new backdrop for the show, um, and that is going to be a part of that backdrop. So thank you very much for that. Guys, I love all the shit you send me. And every time you do send me something, I always try to give you a shout out on the show because I really love it. I very, very much appreciate it. I love all of it. Uh, I want to thank my boys from Eagle Six for the Punisher Captain America hat. It's actually not Punisher Captain America. Chris Kyle's from Texas. That's a Texas flag with Punisher. Whatever. Uh, I've worked with those guys in the past. Uh, We've shot guns and uh, we've done some tactical stuff together. Very, very cool cats. Check out Eagle Six. Maybe we've got something in the works in the future. I hope we do. Uh, but they 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 knew I would di- they knew I would dig this hat with the Punisher, and it kind of looks like the Captain America shield. So, uh, thank you guys for that. Very very cool stuff. Anytime you send me something, I'm going to give you a fucking shout out because everybody loves getting shit in the mail, man. Everybody loves getting shit in the mail. All right, let's see. I don't want to forget nothing. I don't want to forget nothing. Hold on. All right, I think I'm good. Okay, now I know if you're listening, you're like, man, I thought this was a fucking comic review show. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Okay, just fucking hold on a second. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that because I got some good ones. I got some good ones today. Meatheads on Movies. If you've watched the Blazing Fender Report and you've seen us on iTunes, you'll see Meathead movie, Meatheads on Movies show. That is a sham. A sham. That is a sham. It actually is a sham. <laughs> no. It is a show that I do with Big Sam, who uh, is a training partner of mine. He's a huge fucking comic book nerd, just like I am, because you guys have uh, asked for it. Meatheads on Movie, is, it's its own thing now. It's got its own Facebook page, Meatheads on Movies. Please go to it. Uh, subscribe to the page. And very, very soon, maybe not this week, but next week, it's going to have its own iTunes page. So instead of going to the Blazing Defender Report and looking for Meatheads on Movies, it's going to be its own. It's going to be its own entity, and uh, I'm very, very excited for it. Very excited for it. Uh, me, Big Sam and I do what the fuck we want on that show. We just did a Spider-Man Homecoming review. I do believe we're going to do a War on the Planet of the Apes because Sam and I have very, very different opinions on War for the Planet of the Apes movie. Uh, not that I didn't like it, just didn't like it as much as Sam did. So I think we're going to have a show on that very, very soon. Uh, it's, it's a very, very cool show. I actually have a co-host and Big Sam's very popular with my listeners. So if you have not checked that out, please, please, please check that out. I think big things, big things come, uh, for Meatheads on Movies very, very soon. So, uh, also, Collector Zone is a very, very uh, proud supporter of the Me Heads on Movies show as well. All right, enough of the fucking housekeeping. Let's dirty some shit up, all right? Movie news, just really quick. Holy shit. Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. The best Marvel movie opening ever. A hundred and, what we got? 17 million. Opening weekend. What the fuck? The motherfucker's good, though. You gotta admit, that fucking movie is great. If you haven't seen our Me and Big Sam review, please check it out on Facebook, on Meatheads on Movies. That's the I think that's the only video we got up of that right now. So, uh, check out our review of that. It's an excellent movie. No surprise, it's the, that big of an opener. Now, what is a fucking surprise is is the drop-off. And Big Sam and I even talked about this on the show. We didn't think there was going to be much of a drop-off. I think I said 20%. Wow. 
was I fucking wrong. The biggest drop-off for an MCU movie. 62% drop-off from opening weekend. It made $44 million the second weekend. Now, it did go up against War for the Planet of the Apes. So, you got some competition there, Spidey. You should have webbed those monkeys up. But you didn't. Alright? Now, let's put this in perspective. Before... Well, it's too late. Fucking interwebs have already fucking shit their pants over this. Let's put it in perspective. Not Spider-Man. The Hulk and Captain America First Avenger had 60% drop-offs. Okay? And you're like, well, those movies wasn't that good. Okay. I got you. How about Captain America Civil War? Was that movie all right? Fuck yeah, it was. It was bad fucking ass. What do you think the drop-off was? 30% I hear? 45%. Who said 45%? Eh, wrong. Do I hear 55%? No? No takers? Try 59% drop-off for Captain America Civil War. So, let's put Spider-Man in a little bit of perspective with the MCU. Does not mean it's a shit movie. It does not mean the first weekend was all hype and the movie does not stand by itself. Does not mean that at all. So, internet loves numbers. The internet loves manipulating numbers. I'm kind of a context guy, as you can probably tell. Because I take everything out of it. <laughs> but no, to, to have a little bit of, of uh, context for the drop-off, there you go. Some great movies had big drop-offs. Not a big deal. If you have not seen that movie yet, go fucking see it. It is fantastic. And I ain't no Spider-Man guy. So, very, very good movie. Cannot wait to see what Tom Holland and those guys do uh, coming forward. Now, if you're a nerd... But if you're watching this show, you probably fucking are. You know what this week is. This week is San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, maybe, maybe when Collector Zone blows the fuck up, they'll send me to SDCC and I'll run their booth or maybe broadcast live from the Collector Zone booth and... You know, I'll get our DJ and Helmsworth in a fucking headlock, and I'll fucking toss Chris, Chris Evans up in the air like a little baby. No, that would be so fucking cool. Would that not be cool? I think I could toss him up. Um, that would be really, really great to go to San Diego Comic-Con. I'll probably never go unless Collector Zone takes me. So, in that vein, you probably won't ever go either. Tickets are really fucking hard to get. And there's a lottery, scalping, all that bullshit. So you're going to have to live through it through the internet like I do. So I'm going to help you out with that. Going to be posting a lot of uh, San Diego stuff on the Blazing Defender page and the Meatheads on Movie page. And I know my boy Frederick Debo on the Great Superhero Debate. He will also be posting a lot of San Diego Comic Con news. His page is fucking fantastic. Way better than my page. But you don't get the videos. So check out his page for a lot of news. Check out my page. Uh, and then at the end of the week, I'm sure I'm going to have a big, just a nothing. Big Sam and I will probably do a San Diego Comic-Con show uh, live just like right now. And we're going to talk about all the shit that's dropped. Now, IGN is going to start doing preview shows on Wednesday. First day for the con is Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, blah, blah, blah. It's going to blow up. Uh, actually, Conan O'Brien is doing live show tonight, starting tonight at San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con. And he's having the cast of, Jason, are you ready? Super fucking natural. The cast of Supernatural will be on Conan O'Brien tonight. Cannot wait to see my boy Dean Shepard, who I've patterned my life after on the on the little screen, as I always watch him. Maybe he'll be big screen uh, Nightwing one day. Who knows? I think it'd be a great Nightwing. Anyway, I don't want to digress so quickly like I normally do yet. All right. Uh, Mezco. Hey, Collector Zone. You need to get Mezco, man. 
Can we get mask? What do we got to do? Whose dick do we got to suck to get Mezco figures? Mezco has just previewed the Thor Ragnarok figure and the Hulk Gladiator figure from the movie. And let me just say, they are fucking fantastic. Fantastic. I'm telling you. Like, I, I was a little sexually aroused when I seen the Thor one. And then as I'm scrolling down, they show the Hulk one. It's it's fucking beautiful. It's fantastic. It's huge. He's jacked with the fucking war paint and the battle axe. Are you fucking kidding me, Mezco? Stop it. Guys, if you're interested in that, you've got it. You need to join. Get on. No, they ain't out of business, Marco. What the fuck? Hell no. Mezco, not Mexico. Mezco. Mezco is, trust me, they have wonderful, beautiful figures. They're a little expensive, but you pay for the articulation. You need to get on their website, sign up, and when the pre-orders come out, you need to get on that because these things are going to, they're going to be gone. They're going to be fucking gone. So, uh, Mezco has really beautiful figures, and they just announced that that preview. So, that's going to be cool as shit. Uh, other than that, a lot of stuff is, you know, We've got some Aquaman news. We've got some Justice League news. All that shit is going to be done in its own show. So we're going to talk about that shit later. Now, for everybody watching wanting comic book reviews, guess what, motherfucker? It's fucking time. It's time for some fun comic book reviews. And I've got some good ones. I really do, guys. i got some good ones today. First, though, I want to start with a book from last week. And the reason I want to start with this book from last week is... I didn't have it yet. Uh, I had to order it because it had already fucking sold out. Yeah. So, you know what my dumbass did? I go out and get a signed copy of the two guys that created the book. Shirtless Bear Fighter. (laughs) Okay? Look at that motherfucker, dog. I mean, if you see a comic book with a beard that badass, you buy it. You just fucking buy it. Now, what's funny is, is the cover is he has on pants. And did you see the autograph? You can't really see it very well, so fucking I ain't going to show you. But uh, he has on pants. Now, almost during the entire issue, he has no pants on. All right? Now, you're asking, what the fuck, man? Shirtless bear fighter sounds like a goof. Well, you would be right. It is a goof. And it is a beautiful goof. Uh, very, very funny goof. Basically, it's the Predator. Not, I'm sorry, the Commando story. The Arnold Schwarzenegger Commando story where he's this uh, spec ops guy that basically retires from the life. He's going to go raise little Alyssa Milano to be some hot freak uh, that we're all going to freak off of when she's 17 and she's like, I don't know, like eight in this movie or some shit. He's living up in the fucking woods and lo and behold, somebody's killing his crew. So they come down to let him know. They're like, hey, man, uh, we need your help. Enter Shirtless Bear Fighter. Shirtless Bear Fighter is living in the fucking woods. We open, the, 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 the comic opens. There's two people in a camp. They're camping out. Okay. I think they're trying to get a little freaky. All right, you know, in a comic book or a horror movie, if you're getting ready to, to fuck, if you're going to have sex, you're probably getting ready to die. I mean, yeah, it's a cool way to go. I mean, it's what I would choose. Maybe OD, but probably having sex. Uh, it depends on where I'm at in it. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm in the beginning, uh, I don't know. I might rather OD. But if I'm at the end, motherfucker, you leave me alone until I finish. But anyway, you get this fucking mutant bear that comes out and gets ready to start, you know, killing these people. Who comes out of the fucking woods? Did I hear it? Shirtless motherfucking bear fighter. Get it? He fights bears. It's in the title, guys. It's right there. It's what he fucking does. He's shirtless and he fights bears. It's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Now, what's so great about it is he's naked. Motherfucker lives in the woods. He don't need no pants. And what's so funny about it is... You got this huge blur on the panel. It's like, fuck, it's down to his knees, man. I mean, if I had a blur, 
I would hope the edit the guy in the editing room would be like, "Hey man, this let let's let's hook this guy up. He needs some fucking help." Where they could just like put a little dot on it. Let's let's drag that blur down. No one will know. Everybody will think, "Oh my god, look how big his blur is!" Right? Yeah. I didn't say the other thing. I said it's blur. He's got a big blur. That's that's pretty cool. That sounds good. Anyway. And then, like, Charlotte's bear fires fighting his fucking bear, and he goes to suplex him, and I guess where his thing kind of flies up like that, now the blur, now the blur's right here. <laughs> this book is fantastic. It's awesome. So, you've got, we've got a problem with these fucking mutant bears running around hurting people. So, lo and behold, who comes in? A special mutant bear task fighting force. I don't know if they're called that. It's stupid, so I figured they would be. So they fly in and they need shirtless bear fighters help because is he a spec ops guy or has he helped them in the past? They know each other. Okay, so let's take the first time they've asked for shirtless bear fighters uh, help. I'm going to have to come up with a fucking acronym. SBF? That sounds like too much like SPF. No, I don't like that. We're going to figure it out. Big Blur. They're asking Big Blur. That's what I'm going to call him. A.K.A. Big Blur. Hey, man, we need your fucking help. So, Charlotte's Bear Fire's like, let's do it. Uh, you know, no, he's like, fuck you. I walked away from your fucking world, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, then they say, look, man, we need your help. Come back. And he ends up coming back. Um, and they say, you got to put on some pants. That's what I wish they hadn't have done. I want to see the dude run around naked. I know, it makes me weird, but it's fucking funny. I don't give a shit who you are. Unexpected full frontal nudity from a dude. I'm not talking about a chick. We're guys. We all like that. From a guy, that shit's fucking funny. That's fucking funny. I don't give a shit who you are. If you're like, oh, man, fuck that, that shit, stupid man. That's gay shit, man. You got a problem. You're repressing something, dude. You need some fucking therapy. That shit's funny. Forgetting about Sarah Marshall. The One of the opening scenes when uh, your girl comes home and the dude's getting out of the shower and he's like, I got a surprise for you, dude, dude. I was like, oh, God, but I was still laughing, and that's what it's all about. Shirtless fucking bear fighter number one. Get in on it now before it blows the fuck up and becomes a a multi-million dollar franchise, and you're like, holy shit. Blazing Defender told me to get on the board, and I fucking didn't. Well, that's your fucking fault because you listen to me. All right. All right. That's enough of that shit from last week. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the week before last, I think. Okay, whatever. Here's the books from this, this past week. Old Man Logan. Now, you're like, well, that's the Hulk. I thought the Hulk was dead. Nope. That's not the Hulk. That's a Hulk. That's the maestro. Uh, Old Man Logan is one of my favorite Wolverine stories. It is... A story about an old Wolverine where all the heroes are basically dead or defeated. Villains run the world now. Logan is so badass. As long as he stays out of their way, they let him be. He's got a family. He lives in a wasteland that has is becoming harder and harder to live in because of the Hulk family. Now, some of these Hulks aren't as strong as our Hulk, as our Bruce Banner Hulk, but they're still pretty formidable. Now, in the Old Man Logan story, done by Mark Miller and Steve McNiven, Logan kills them all. Okay? Pretty badass. Here, now that Logan's in this universe, I know I get in the weeds sometimes, but stay with me. Okay? Uh, Now that he's in this universe, somehow the Hulk family has come back to this timeline to fuck it all up. All right? So Wolverine is on, he's tracking them down. They've taken over a base, an old Department H base, which is in Canada, that Wolverine used to be a part of, Department H, uh, after he became Weapon X, blah, blah, blah. Tracks them down. The Hulks are ready for him. This is why this book is so good. Now, the reason I tell you this shit is because I want you to know a little bit about the issue, but I don't want to give nothing away. But... This is Wolverine like Wolverine fans love him. And what I mean by that is it's visceral, it's violent, it's gory, it's Wolverine doing what he does best. 
and that's fucking dudes up. And what better to watch than Wolverine fight Hulks? There is nothing better than that. So uh, Maestro has a big plan. He's going to nuke fucking basically everybody out of existence, just like he did in the Wasteland. Wolverine ain't going to let that happen. But there are some hiccups along the way. And this Hulk family has really gotten ruthless since the last time they tangled with Logan. So, uh, like, again, I don't want to give away the end, but it does, this, this, this book doesn't end like you think it would. Because I was like, oh, shit. You know, and Wolverine's not as tough as he normally is. Just because uh, he's old. He's old man fucking Logan. So his healing factor doesn't work quite as well, just like in the movie, Logan. If you take that character, put him in this book, now you've got it. All right? Uh, yeah, this uh, Bryson guy, Brisson or whatever, he's Ed Brisson. He's also writing uh, Iron Fist, which I'm loving the shit out of that Iron Fist series. I'm loving this big time. And my boy, Mike Diodato Jr., Motherfucker, you're a senior in my book, dude. You're varsity squad all the fucking way. His art is fantastic. And nobody, maybe nobody, does visceral violence like Diodato does. So this is a fucking fantastic book. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.8. I probably could have went a little higher on it. But it's still a great series. Get a hold of that. Old Man Logan. This was Old Man Logan 26. All right. That's my pick of the week. Nat, you get motherfuckers get that shit last. All right. Dark Days, the casting. That is a foil embossed cover. It's kind of why it's kind of shiny. And it's got plastic on it. But you've got the Joker, Green Lantern, and Batman right there. And that dude right there, the black dude, that's Duke. Or should I say, the signal. Did he get a name this issue? Did he? I can't fucking tell you. Maybe I already did. You fucking read it. All right, what the fuck is the casting? That's a great question. Uh, I don't know. We've got a big, big Batman story coming up called Dark Days Metal, okay? And you're like, what? Yeah. So the casting, like the Forge did before the casting, and if you watch the show, I I reviewed the Forge. This is the casting. This is the story after the Forge. All right, we found out Batman has been doing some crazy shit. He's been investigating this mysterious metal, okay? Um, and it's in the Joker, it's in him, it's shown him this stuff. Now we find out Carter Hall, who is the Hawkman, who is an immortal, has known about this metal for fucking years, okay? In this is where I'm starting to have my problem with the story, mind you, okay? Trying to explain it without um, giving anything away, which, to me, this issue gave me, again, more questions than it gave me answers. But we do find out that this metal is something, um, I don't want to say majestic, but it's ethereal. It's, there's, there's something to it. It's a, it leads us to another dimension, where this guy wants to take, or I say guy, some this deity, this god maybe, wants to take everything into the darkness. But it's it's started from the beginning of time. And it started with eagles, it started with birds, and then it evolved into the bat. So it, it's, it's, it's confusing. It is. But like Duke, we find out, Duke has played a huge part in this, and we find out why Batman chose Duke to be the next Robin. Or did he choose him to be the next Robin? Maybe he just wanted him close because he's a type of signal. You've got to read it. It's hard for me to lend you anything other than the story uh, the dialogue is pretty good. I will say that. I thought they did a good job. Scott Snyder's just a great Batman writer. Uh, now, he's not the only writer on this. And that now we get into the art. And we've got Andy Kubert on art. We've got Jim Lee on art. And we've got James Ramada Jr. All right. Now, Ramada Jr. doesn't do it for me like he used to. 
Kubert uh, really doesn't do it for me like he used to. Jim Lee is one of my favorites of all time. Now, in saying that, you've got each artist doing about four or five pages, then it trans transitions into another artist. Where with the Forge, I felt like it was a lot more seamless. I, I like I didn't even realize there was a a, a trans a transfer of artists. Here, I really realize it, and it's because of Cuber and Ramada's work for me. It looks unfinished. Whereas Lee's shit looks great, their shit looks like they rushed it. And that is like your fucking ru- oh, analogy. Analogy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. It's like being in fucking rush hour traffic. You know, you get a quarter mile and you're like, and you run right up on the motherfucker that's got his brake lights on already, you ain't going nowhere. After a few few times of that, you're like, well, fuck. I'm just going to sit here for a while. That's kind of the way it is for me. Uh, IGN, which we all know, I fucking love the way IGN reviews comic books. <laughs> Negative. They gave this fucking book a 9.1. There's no fucking way. Uh, you gave Elmer Fudd Batman a perfect 10. You're fucking on drugs. Good drugs. I would like to have some of them, actually. The casting gets us further to Dark Days, so I didn't hate it because I'm very excited for this Dark Days storyline to start. And I feel like these things are just wetting the appetite. But this is where I have my, my problem. $4.99 for this motherfucker. $5. $5. No. No. You don't get me like that. You make this book $2.99. $3 at the most, $4 at the most. Then you wet my appetite for fucking Dark Days. Okay? I'll pay $5 when Dark Days metal starts. But not this shit. Alright? So, eat a dick, IGN. Uh, we get, I know who's paying you guys. So, alright. Oh, what do I give it? I heard you. I heard you. Cheers. Um, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I didn't hate it, but again, and this is the big thing. I'm a fan. I read these comic books. For you or for somebody that doesn't read comic books that want to get into this story, good fucking luck. You're going to be lost as shit because a lot of this stuff happened way back in Snyder and Capullo's Court of Owls run. Okay? Now, if you're a comic book fan, you know what I'm talking about. The, Di- the Di- Dionysium that was in the Joker, uh, the Dionysium that brought Bruce Wayne back to life, all this shit is intertwined. Now, it's very cool if you're a, a longtime reader, but if you're trying to get new readers to come in, you're fucked. Sorry, you're just fucked. <laughs> I've had four cups of Beyond Black. Thank you for reminding me about Black Rifle, Jason. I had four cups of Beyond Black this morning before I went to the gym. My fucking face was shaking. Like, I'm driving, and I'm like, I'm like, fuck, that has developed Parkinson's on the way fucking to the gym? I mean, my shit was, like, shaking when I got to the gym. That, man, that stuff is rocket fuel. Uh, and now look, now look, when I get home, I'm drinking Monster. Yeah, I'm fucked up. Anyway, all right, enough of that crazy shit. It's the Blazing Defender Report. Pick of the week. PDR pick of the week. Darth Vader, number three. And you're going, who is that motherfucker right there about to chop down the the Dark Lord? I don't know. Who is it? I don't know. My God, I'm so excited. All right. Give you a little bit of history of Darth Vader, this new series of Darth Vader, uh, done by Charles Soule. Love Charles Soule. Charles Soule has done a very good job on on these Star Wars books. Uh, No Jason Aaron, mind you. But he's done a very good job. This story starts with basically right after Vader gets his armor. Okay? After Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan beats him down, cuts basically every limb off of him. Palpatine finds him, puts him in this armor. And when he comes out of it, he tells him Padme, his, his anger killed Padme and killed her. Okay? So, this is where we're at now. 
Vader does not have his patented red lightsaber yet. Palpatine has told him, you got to get your own. All right? There is a Jedi out there. You need to find him, take his lightsaber, and hate actually makes the kyber crystals bleed. That's the reason lightsabers are red. See, you, you thought I don't teach you shit on this show. Maybe bad grammar, always. Don't overabuse caffeine. Use it moderately. But you didn't think I'd teach you anything. Lightsabers are red because the dark side, the dark force makes kyber crystals bleed. Now, the problem is, after Order 66, there ain't a whole lot of fucking Jedi around. Or are there? Or is there? Are there? Is there? You get my point. Alright, we meet this master. He's a Jedi master that has been banished from the Order of the Jedi. He has taken, it's called the Bearish Vow. The Bearish Vow basically says that the, a Jedi will live alone inside the Force until his true path as a Jedi comes clear. Now, I really want to learn more about this, this bearish vow. Was he made to take the bearish vow? Was he banished for some reason? He's got this wicked-ass scar on his chest. Obviously, some type of lightsaber scar, right? So, he's living alone. Palpatine knew this cat was around. That hasn't came out yet, but Pal- Palpatine basically led Vader here to find him. All right? So now you've got this Jedi who's still honing his skill. He's got like this droid, this uh, like a sparring lightsaber droid that he practices with. Okay. His name is Master Infala. I think that's how you fucking say it. Uh, It's I-N-F-I-L, the apostrophe A. You know, Star Wars is big on that shit, spelling shit all crazy. So Master Infala is battling with this fucking droid. All right. Here comes Vader. And Fala senses him. Okay? And basically, as soon as he meets Vader, he knows he's responsible for the death of all the Jedi. And he wants to know if he is. And Vader says, yes. And he goes, are you here to kill me? And Vader's like, yes. And he's like, that's all I needed to know. This is a bad, bad motherfucker. I already want to know so much about this cat. And now we get what we always want when we talk about Darth Vader. You get a fucking dope-ass lightsaber battle. This issue is a dope-ass lightsaber battle. Now, before Vader even gets to get him, he makes Vader run through a gauntlet of traps. This cat's been on this planet for who knows how long. He may have been waiting for something like this. Maybe that's why Palpatine sent Vader there. I don't know. We don't know anything really yet. You just revel in the fucking violence. And that's what I do. I'm a dark side guy, kind of. But this is a fantastic issue. I love this Master and Fala. Now, my only gripe this story so far is Giuseppe Camacola. I don't know how you fucking say his name. I butcher shit all the time. But he's the artist, okay? Not familiar with him. I think he draws everything fine. It's not great, but it don't suck at all. But he draws Vader very weird. He he's His mask is more circular than angular. And I know you're like, dude, fucking ease up on the critique. No, I, I, I'm nitpicking. But if that's one thing I have to say I don't like about the series, it's the way he draws Vader. Nothing else. Everything else I think is fantastic. But this Master and Fala cat, oh my God. Bad motherfucker. And do you want to know how bad he is? I can't tell you how bad he is. You need to pick up this fucking issue. Darth Vader number three and find out how this issue ends. And I got a feeling that the cover for issue four is going to let you know how this this ended. And it ain't ending like you think it is. Now, the story ain't over yet. 
So I'm very curious how what Master and Fala's fate is going to be. And now let me remind you, if you don't know this, the Star Wars comic books in the Marvel Universe are canon. They are canon. Okay? So things that happen here, we very well could see in the movies going forward. All right? So just keep that in mind. If I, I, I run into Star Wars fans all the time that have no idea that, that Marvel's doing the comic books now. They have no idea that they're canon for the movies going forward. They have no idea. So they're all like, what? What issue is this? Who? Jason Aaron. Who the fuck is that? Oh, he, he writes Star Wars and blah, blah, blah. So if you know a Star Wars fan that's not reading the comic books, if that would get them to a comic book shop just to buy Vader each week, that would make my fucking, uh, that would make, that would make my day. Uh Pick of the week. What do I give it, you ask? I hear you. I can hear you guys. I hear everything. Uh, it's an app on my phone that allows me to to hear your shit. And that dude with his pants down has still got his pants down. Fucking, you commit, brother. I like it. I like it. Um, What did I rate it? Where's it at? Oh, 9.2. I gave it a fucking 9.2. Well, I think it's funny is, I forget what IGN gave it, but they, 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 they didn't shit on it, but they didn't like it that much. They gave the casting a 9.1, all right? This is way better than the fucking casting, and it's, that's not an opinion, that's just a fucking fact. Um, now, I don't have Jim Lee in it, this Vader book didn't have Jim Lee or, you know, Scott Snyder, all the big names in it, and uh, guess what? It didn't cost you fucking $5 either. Uh, what was this book, $2.99? $3.99, okay, $3.99. All right, now, yeah, well, what the fuck? Three ninety nine. Uh, well worth it. If you're a Spider Man fan, you need to be buying this book. I'm telling you, you need to be buying it. Uh, shit, I said Spider Man, Darth Vader. If you're a Darth Vader fan, you need to be buying this book. Okay, now today is New Comic Book Day, and that's how I'm going to end the show. Is I'm going to show you the books that most of these books are going to be on review next week. All right. Now I'm pretty excited about this book. Now I am not an X Man fan. Okay. But Astonishing X-Men number one. This is the variant cover. Looks pretty cool. Phantom X and Psylocke on the cover. I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, it looks really, really good. Now, this is a book from last week that my comic shop didn't have, but they got for me. This is a variant cover as well. It's the Bones cover, Deadly Class. And I'm telling you, if you're not reading Deadly Class, you need to ask yourself fucking why. This is going to be... On my best of 2017 list. For sure. Already. It's that fucking good. Think high school drama with assassins. Every student is studying to be an assassin. So you've got all the high school drama. All the high school cliques. All the bullshit. But you fuck with somebody. Every one of them can kill you. And you might get a group of people trying to kill you. So. And don't get attached to anybody. Because. You may find a new character in this in this book, this story right here, this issue, and he don't make it out of it. So it's a fantastic issue. Now these two ne these next two books are both invincible, okay? And the reason I'm gonna show you both of you, this is the new one. That's Ryan Otley's artwork. It looks fantastic. I've been hearing from people uh, for a long time. I need to be reading Invincible, and it's by a Kentucky boy, Robert Kirkman. Lo and behold, the author of uh, the Walking Dead. He also does this book. It's a superhero book, Invincible. I have read the first 25 issues. Uh, I liked it. I wasn't crazy about it, but yet I don't think Ryan Otley was on the book yet. So I need, I, I'm, I'm going to try to go back and reread it. Now, the reason I showed you this book is this is something that Image Comics does that is fantastic. It's awesome. You know how much this book was? A fucking quarter. 25 cents. And it is the first part of a 12-issue arc called The End of All Things. All right? That is a fantastic marketing ploy to get people to buy comic books. Instead of paying five bucks and not knowing what the fuck you're getting, how about you can spend a quarter? Their Walking Dead was a quarter that month. Uh, they, they do it periodically to get people to read their comics. Fantastic marketing ploy. Hats off to Image for doing that shit. Now, this is a, a comic that I've been reading. It's Lazarus, okay? It's by Greg Rucka. 
Greg Rucka is a fantastic writer. This is about uh, a future where the world is ran by families, not governments, but families. And each family has a Lazarus. And it, what's a Lazarus, you say? Think of a fucking RoboCop mixed with Universal Soldier mixed with the fucking Predator. Well, not maybe so much Predator. Just a bad motherfucker. Every house has one. And it's like they're Captain America. They're genetically engineered to be these fucking badass strategic geniuses and, and, and superhuman fighters. So it's a very great book. And this is one of six. So this is some type of spinoff that I had no idea about until I went to my comic shop. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Awesome. So now I'm all excited because I didn't even know this was coming out. So cool. Now, this book has been shit. It has been shit. And you're going to be like, well, why'd you buy it? And I'm like, well, there's only five issues. So this is the fifth issue of a five-issue arc. If you're a poker player, you know what pot committed is. I'm pot committed to this fucking piece of shit because I have the other four. So I might as well get the fifth one. Uh, it hasn't been a good story. Darth Maul is one of the most ignorant characters in the Star Wars universe. He's a bad motherfucker. We want to see him being a bad motherfucker, not a little bitch. And that's what Colin Bunn has done. He's made, I think he tried to humanize him. We don't want him humanized. Fuck that. Give us another story, Colin. We don't want that story for Darth Maul. So that's what this story is. You know, fuck that. But uh, it'll be on review next week, and I'll tell you why it sucks. Thor, the mighty Thor. Now, yep, she's a chick, and check that out. What's that say? Step aside, boys. Let Thor handle this. Well, it's probably more like, step aside, boys. Let Thor handle this. I don't know how the fuck she talks. But anyway, uh, yeah, girl power and all that shit. I have not so much enjoyed the Lady Thor run as much as I thought I would from Jason Aaron. Love, love Jason Aaron. He's the greatest Thor writer of all time. The thing that I've liked about these books are the last couple issues, the Odin son, the original Thor, badass Viking Thor, has been in the book as well. So that has, uh, that has led me to like this book a little more. So we'll see where it goes. I got a feeling... When Secret Empire ends, they're going to revert back to a lot of things. And I think Thor will be one of those things. Oh, and think, speaking of Secret Empire, that was a segue that I didn't mean to do. Secret Empire number six. This is Marvel's big event that's going on this summer. And as you can see, that Star-Lord wearing a Hydra shirt. What? I meant Star-Lord. Who? Who's that? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, old joke. But... Uh, another piece of shit uh, that I'm pot committed into. I got to see how the story ends. I got to see how the Marvel Universe resets and it's going to happen here in this book. Got to see what happens to Cap. He's my favorite. So what the fuck's going on with Cap? Uh, again, it's shit. But why is it shit? Tune in next week. I'll tell you why it's shit. And uh, two more books that I'm very, very excited about. One is Fuck Fairyland. Now check out this cover. If you could see that, that is a guy's balls. And as you can see, his balls look to be pretty impressive. I don't know what them little bumps on his balls are. He might want to get that looked at. But uh, when you can emit energy or electricity from your nutsack, you're a bad motherfucker. Fuck Fairyland has been one of those funny books that I normally don't buy that is hilarious and it looks amazing. Scotty Young writes and uh, illustrates the book. If you've never seen Scotty Young's art, you've got to check it out. It's over the top, goofy, ridiculous. How this is not a, a show on Adult Swim, I have no idea. This shit is going to blow up. I don't know why it hasn't yet, but it's going to blow up. Once they find the animation to get it right, uh, I don't know if Scotty Young can do animation or not. I'm sure he can. His style is so animated already. Uh, but it's a very funny book. I absolutely fucking love it. Uh, fuck Fairyland. All right. Now, if you watch this show, you know I love Tom King. Tom King, to me, is one. one. Don't start throwing shit at the screen just yet. I'm almost done. It's been a poo-throwing free show 
since I started. So let's not. Well, maybe I don't know. The guy still got his pants off. He might have some poo in there too. Um, but t- I love Tom King. He's one of the best Batman writers around. This is Batman twenty eight. Nope, twenty seven. Batman twenty seven, and that is the Riddler. This is the War of Jokes and Riddles interlude. Interlude. What the fuck? I thought it was part three. Okay, well, I didn't know that, so maybe this will give some context. But anyway, this is a Batman book, okay, that is not a lot of Batman right now. It is the story of the, the War of Jokes and Riddles. Therefore, it is a story between the war between the Riddler and the Joker. Now, the star in this story so far has been the Riddler. He has been fantastically dark and brooding and calculating and smart and vicious it's um i love 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 this to me the riddler's always been second tier in the batman rogues this is putting him on par with the joker and that i love in itself now you do get some batman because you got batman kind of narrating the story kind of like this is something that happened after his first year on the job, so to speak. So it's an incredible Batman story written by Tom King. I absolutely fucking loved it so far. So let's see what this interlude's all about. Didn't realize that was an interlude. So uh, you taught me something today. How about that shit? All right, guys. Oh, and with your Secret War, if you want to go to the comic shop and get Secret War, or I'm sorry, Secret Empire number six, you will get this little piece of shit. Hold on. I'm going to open it for you. So it reads better. But my comic, uh, the guy at the comic book shop was like, oh, hey, here you go. Here's your Cosmic Cube. And I went, what? He goes, here's your Cosmic Cube. You get your own Secret Empire Cosmic Cube with the purchase of Secret Empire number six. Hey, and you go, big fucking deal. But check this out. While I was in line, two people called just to get that book on their pull list so they could get this. That's no shit. I swear to God. So, hey, man, goofy-ass marketing works, apparently. All right, guys, that's it for the fucking show. Thank you so much. If you've made it this far, your fucking family, I really, really appreciate it. Go to your local comic book shop. Check out some of these books. Give me some feedback on what you're reading, what you're watching. I love, love to talk about it. Check out the Meatheads on Movies uh, fan page, or I'm sorry, the Facebook page. Uh, we're doing a lot on that right now. So, uh, and that should be up on iTunes very, very, very soon. Go to collectorzone.com. Message me that you subscribe to the iTunes channel. Left me a five star review. Take a screenshot. I will get you a coupon code for Collector Zone. You're going to save some money now. Okay. You do something for me, I do something for you. That's how fucking shit works, right? Collector Zone. Get all your pops and collectible stuff there, guys. Check out Collector's uh, Collector Zone Cantina. Uh, now, I haven't done it so far, but Collector Zone! It's got a Z, a big Z at the end. It's collectors with a Z at the end. O-W-N. Collector Zone. Check them out on Facebook. You're going to love it. Uh, I love it. I love their pops. Uh, congratulations to Jimmy Balladares and, and Karen Chan. You're very, very welcome, uh, and, and thank you so much for spreading the love of the Blazing Defender Report. Um, and don't forget to instant message me your address, and I will send you, bam, one of these bad motherfuckers right here. It's thick, too, dog. Check that out. You get into a lock with that. It's credit card thickness, man. I ain't chintzy. I don't, I don't fuck around. Check that shit out. Go to iTunes. Even if you don't want the collector's own shit, Go to iTunes, subscribe. It really helps me out. Leave a five-star review. Even if you don't think it was five-star, leave me a four-star review. I don't give a shit. Leave some kind words, man. Uh, But I really, really appreciate you guys watching today. Mondays or Tuesdays. But I'll be letting you know. Check your notifications on Facebook. That way, when I go live with something, you will get a notification for it. Okay? Thank you so much, guys. Uh, If you have any questions, always, please, always drop me a line. I would love to hear from you guys. And uh, you never know, might mention it on the show. So with that, guys, there's only one race, the human race. I know it sounds stupid, 
But there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world right now. Uh, black, white, Hispanic, transgender. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But we're all fucking human beings. We all have wants and needs. We all bleed red. So love each other. Open the door for fucking somebody. Do something nice for somebody today. And I'm a big believer in karma. And Odin will bless you. I promise. Thank you so much, guys, for watching. Drop me a line. For that, the Blazing Defender is out. Peace.